Kayla and I, we just saw Creed 3, my man. Oh, my God. Dude. Dude. How is it? It's so fucking sick. It's so sick. And not only that, but I'm sure you saw. You can definitely see because Michael B is like an anime nerd. Nerd. Like the fight scenes, especially the last like fight. So influenced by anime. It's so fucking sick, dude. Like, oh, they, they do some shots that are like straight up out of an anime. And it's so good. Oh, it's so good. It it is fantastic. I fucking love like action fighting movies. Mm-hmm. Just like make you they just make you want to go fucking like run up a hill and yep. scream. You know what I'm saying? I was so sweaty, like the entire movie. <laughs> yeah. oh, I was so that... like anxious and like nervous. It was good though. It was really good. Very mm-hmm. well acted. So sweet. Yeah, I'm actually planning to see that movie tomorrow. So I just like Ooh, I've, I've been go. I've been I've been trying to avoid Twitter, but so hard. I know. <laughs> oh oh yeah, Eddie's yeah, familiar it's... with that struggle. Struggle. Mm-hmm. Struggle. <laughs> yeah, I was about no. to say same thing right now with the fucking uh, Resident Evil Four remake. Man, people are starting to like oh. give spoilers and shit, and I'm like, no, I don't want to see it. <laughs> no. Just, no. <laughs> why can't we have secrets? Just let me experience it myself. No secret. We gotta There's keep no the secrets, secrets anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> Not with the internet, man. Yep. And then mm-hmm. I, I was telling, I was telling Bird. Uh, I think I texted him yesterday. I was like, dude, we need to go see Street Six. Oh yeah. Oh Jenna yeah. Oh, oh god. Mm, hola, hola, ay, miércoles. <laughs> what? Miércoles. <laughs> miércoles. Why are you saying yeah, Wednesday? Oh, Wednesday. I was like, why the fuck are you just saying the day of the week? I'm miércoles, way. I'm miércoles, way. I'm so confused. Jesus Christ. Yo, 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 welcome back, everyone, to another delicious, beautiful, sort of bittersweet episode of the Show Dependent Podcast. What is that, you ask? Well, it's a podcast where myself, my other half, and our buddy here that we have, we'll let you know him in a second, unless you saw the last episode, and then you know who he is. I digress. I'm giving you too much detail, which is what we do here (laughs) and what we're about to do with this episode. But Show Dependent is where we talk about the things that we love how they influence our lives, and uh, whether or not that's still important to us or not. But before we get going with that, my name is Eddie. My other half, the uh, sort of, you know, I don't know if I want to equate myself as the uh, as the Sora, so I'm going to say that I'm the Goofy in this situation. Thank you. That was about to be <laughs> rude, and I'm happy you made an amendment. Thanks. I'll be the Goofy because I'm the tall one, which makes you the Donald to my Goofy. Yeah! <laughs> my other half and her name is Kayla. Hi guys. Our buddy gets the honor. Yay! I'm sure he's happy about it. He's got Woo! the he's got the keyblade in his hand or nearby. <laughs> it's always ready oh, nearby. For us. <laughs> Our buddy, as we said last time, man we've known for a long time, Kingdom Hearts lover and the Sora to our trio. Sander. Mm-hmm. Yay! Woo! Welcome back, Sandman. Sora What's up, dude? Love. 
how are you feeling today? Um, we almost didn't record this episode. We were like, <laughs> is he face down in a ditch? Because you are very good at responding to texts. And it was like 11th hour until we heard back from you. So yeah. we were like, yeah, oh. I, was like <laughs> I was dead asleep. So. <laughs> yeah, good. better to be dead asleep than the uh, full on mm-hmm. dead. So thank you yes. for that. We appreciate it. In some ways you were lost to the world. You were floating in the darkness for a little bit we were like is he gonna much, come back much like riku you know yeah, exactly. on his own personal journey that we were not aware of oh yeah and then we took ourselves a journey you know we uh it's snowy here visibility yeah. was not great we had a little fun time we uh, just came down from uh the adrenaline dump of me yeah. not being able to see it's always a good time it's kind of an important part of driving being mm-hmm. able to see what's going on but you know hey we're here it's fine. We made it through the darkness. We're all alive together. Mm-hmm. Our friendship prevailed today. That's right. Woo-hoo! Well, real quick, Woo-hoo! anyone? I mean, we're all feeling good now. We're alive. Anything to say real quick before we get back into it? My tummy hurts, but that's okay. nothing new. <laughs> I found the I door think... to the light. <laughs> there you go. Ooh, I think it's I behind it... you, Sander, because you are backlit to hell today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my, oh my goodness. God. Well, in the last episode, part one of this two-part episode on the original Kingdom Hearts, mm-hmm. remember, we ain't doing all the other sequels, all the spin-offs and all that. We're just doing the original today. Mm-hmm. But in the last one, we did the meet cute. You want to know that? Go back and listen to that one. For now, we're going to jump right into our favorite moments. You know, Sander and I absolutely love this game. Kayla... I've tried to sort of give her a crash course, and she's seen me play a I little bit. I think I could pass, like, a basic test. Like, yeah, a pop probably. quiz of, like, ten questions. I think uh-huh. I could get, like, a solid seven. Oh, a seven. That's about average. Hey! Yeah. That should have been my nickname in college. <laughs> about average. About average. It's about average. That was me. About average. Plus, you know, <laughs> you said you saw it a little bit when you were younger, yeah. so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've Without... got a little bit of nostalgia, too. It's not personal nostalgia. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And without further ado, let's get into our favorite moments from Kingdom Hearts. Start them off where the game starts off. Destiny Islands. Cute. Destiny Island. Let me tell you, if I could... (laughs) This is like almost like Hawaii over there. Mm -hmm. It's a a little (laughs) island I want to go visit. Yeah. It looks so nice. Seeing all the little waterfalls and then like that. It's so weird because there's a half-built ship crashed into the the island. (laughs) Why is this here? Yep, and then you got this little bridge that leads to like a little smaller island, and Mm -hmm. it's like that was not that big, but for some reason that island's like close to a town nearby. But Mm -hmm. yeah, it it literally makes no sense. (laughs) Yeah, it doesn't make sense at all. And as a kid, I had no idea. You know, we've said it many times last episode, but as a kid, I was stupid as shit, and I. I'm, well, I'm not a kid anymore. That's enough of that. That's You're a kid at heart, and I love you. This is what I can do, okay? I have very little to offer, so oh, I'm no, going to no. be throwing some punches because right. I feel like a cornered rat in this okay, unfamiliar Donald. territory. You're, you're really embracing the Donald role very well. <laughs> Just fucking digging into us and all that. But anyways, as a kid, you know, because Destiny Island's, all you see is that one little island, but it's called Destiny Islands. And I was like, where the hell is this whole island? Just one tiny island. Where is everyone? Come to find out that there is like 
the island part that you're on is just like a little island that they travel to every day because like your little boats are there docked i don't know completely threw me for a loop but sander you know there's a whole town that we like never get to explore ever definitely not in this game but i don't believe we ever really do anything in that town and any other one damn here's a little fun fact though because destiny islands i mean you can always picture the theme song for whatever world we're talking about in the mm. background because they're just all fantastic. And Destiny Islands has like that. We're dancing, by the way. <laughs> it's just, oh, it's so vivid in my head. But here's a fun fact. And Sandra, I don't know if you saw this. Because when people stream, like I do, twitch.tv forward slash Victor V Sweet. Boo. Go punch me. And, Stop and Sander. Me and Sander. We're, we're going to stream one of these days. I was looking at Kingdom Hearts and I was like, God, Sander needs to come over and play like Kingdom Hearts 2 with me. It'd and I'll sick. sit in the background. Yeah. But anyways, twitch.tv forward slash Victor V Sweet. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, when they stream, they'll do like weird things that no one ever really has done before to like sort of, you know, get people's eyes on it. And there was a streamer, don't know his name, but I'm going to say the rest anyways. What Perfect. he did was, Cassandra, on Destiny Islands, you can fight like the three other little kids and Riku. Yes. And you can level up before like the game really starts. Correct. So I was trying to stay there, get a couple levels. What this man did was he leveled up all the way to level 100 before he got off Destiny Islands. <laughs> <laughs> so as you can imagine... When, like, the most experience you can oh get God. in a fight is, like, 20, 30, this man legitimately just, like, grinded. The grind of all grinds. <laughs> Level 100 before the game even officially started. That sounds absolutely torturous. I know. Part of me wants oh. to do it, but that just, that is too much. That is a lot. Holy. Like, you know, like, I do grind. Like, when mm-hmm. I was little, I just, like, let's let's get the fuck out of this island so, <laughs> oh yeah like, yeah but older me now it's like i'll i'll grind and level up until you learn how to like that scan button or that yeah. scan mm-hmm. like to get the hp like oh how much like oh, hp the the enemies best. have the yeah best. so that's that's how much i grind up to yeah like, you're, you're learning at level 10 or 11 or 12 well, something, something like that something like, yeah. yeah but level 100 dude this dude was probably doing curaga like yeah <laughs> Yeah, like this man fucking just blasting these kids in the face with like fire, and they're just over here with their stupid little jump rope twirling it around. Oh man, yeah, dude, it's fucking. I mean, talk about things that we love in this game. I fucking love the scan ability. Yeah, like I could not imagine this game without it because that little bit where you don't have scan, I I hate. I hate not knowing how much life my enemies have. In, like, any game, yeah. if you don't show me how much life my enemy has, I'm upset. I, I love having all the information I can at all times. Yeah, that scan's critical. I mean, you could, you could be fighting a boss for hours. Yeah. It's like, what the hell? Along the same lines, a, a very niche thing that I love that, you know, we, we keep saying, or I keep saying, we're only talking about the first one, but I, but I think about the other titles, and I'm pretty sure some of them did it although I don't think all of them do. In the original Kingdom Hearts, when you get the last hit on an enemy, mm, on a boss, mm-hmm. and after that, they like slow things down a little bit, and the camera like, shh. Like, 
does like a little filter. I legitimately always, always, always do like a jump and like a swipe to like show the slow-mo like I'm hitting them one more time. And I'm like, ah, (laughs) yes. I think it's like the equivalent. And I'm about to out myself as even more of a nerd here. But Uh it's like in D&D where your DM or your GM, whatever whatever you call them, Mm -hmm. is like, okay, how do you want to kill them? It's Uh like, yes. Yeah, <laughs> oh, it's so fucking cool. Even as a kid, I was like, oh god, I did it. Yes. It's a great feeling. Yeah, just being little and just like finally being that boss, and you're just like, yeah. I fucking did it. Just mm-hmm. that accomplishment. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Dude, so we're gonna adjust the elephant in the room. <laughs> yeah. The dumbo so in the room. The dumbo in the room, which is Donald fucking duck <laughs> oh, God. healing you at the appropriate time <laughs> oh yeah it's, this is why i am the donald of the group because oh. i'm the most useless okay <laughs> that's hey. enough of that. but donald is simultaneously the most useful because this is a very notorious thing i think and i think that once you uh once you grow up and once you realize that hey i can go in the options and i can change things <laughs> yes. which i did not know as a kid i was just like oh man this is just how it is and whatever because i gotta deal with it <laughs> donald duck is very notorious within the kingdom hearts community for not healing you when he yeah. should because and i mean that's just like game ai you know it's like how how, how are they going to program it perfectly but there were there were many a times as a kid where i was sitting there Fucking no magic left, no items. Fucking like running away from the boss. <laughs> it's like swinging on me. I look over to the left and Goofy's just fucking face down, just like <laughs> sword or not sword shield, like over his yeah. fucking head. All I can see is like his tongue sticking out. Homeboy's fucking dead. And then Donald's over there and he looks at me. He looks at Goofy. He looks at the boss. He has the fucking magic, the mana, to heal one of us, but instead he throws out a fucking fire at the boss. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's backhanded, and then I'm next, and then it's just, oh! Yeah. <laughs> dude, let me tell you, when I was, dude, especially in Alice in Wonderland, this is when I first experienced Donald Duck's <laughs> uselessness, mm-hmm. and I didn't realize, like, until older, like, you could change his, like, oh, he yeah. could be healing more. Right. But yeah, I was like, fighting the second boss and you know i'm like trying to keep us freaking alive just like fighting the boss like healing like healing myself healing goofy and donald right and then i run out of everything i run out of mana i'm like i'm down to my look like where you're down to like five hp and you're seeing like the red beeping sound like beep 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 and i'm just like yep and i'm just like this is it dog this is it and i looked at like (laughs) Like you said, like Goofy's done, like just like knocked out, oh, and then I see Goofy. Donald. Donald is like full mana. He has like halfway HP, and I'm like, bro, <laughs> heal me, dog, heal me, dog. We have cure. Yep, but instead of like healing me, he's like, fuck you, Thora. I'm gonna shoot this fireball, yeah. misses completely, <laughs> yeah. and then I, dude, I was. I remember, like, I think I was stuck in Alice in Wonderland. I was stuck for that, like, that world for, like, three days. Yeah, <laughs> I just, like, I was trying to figure out strategies because my stupid-ass, like, healer doesn't want to heal me. Yeah, oh, <laughs> gosh. Yeah, it's insane. And it, you know, as I said, I think that's just the kind of 
group memory of being a kid and experiencing this for the first time where the meme of like Donald never healing you comes from because <laughs> as everyone knows as Sandra and I have said you grow up and you're like oh shit I just changed his settings and set him to like never if you want to be extreme you can have him like never really do offensive magic and like always do healing magic mm-hmm. or you can you know set it to occasional which is what I do because I, I do like him throwing out a thunder a little bit of help and especially especially at higher levels like the coliseum sometimes a fucking battle starts donald throws out a thundaga and like kills yep. six out of seven Thundaga. Enemies. what yeah, is that thund- name it's the strongest thunder oh okay <laughs> it's thunder thundara thundaga hell yeah there's a lot of magic <laughs> words you're throwing at me i feel like it's, i'm being cursed that's final fantasy right it. it's final fantasy that's where it comes from because yeah. you have thunder Thunder Raw and then Thunaga. Yeah. And then same with uh, same with everything else, like fire, fire raw, fire aga. Yeah. And yeah, then yeah. blizzard, blizzara, and then blizzaraga. <laughs> blizzaga, yeah. Blizzaga. Yeah. Making me hate Final Fantasy. I I never <laughs> how, how the fuck do you pronounce the arrow one? Because that's like arrow, then aurora, then araga. Is that what it is? I think oh, so. I, I don't know. It's making what, me cringe. Once again, the like nerd is coming out right now, and like I can see the fucking smell coming off of me. Ew, <laughs> stinky nerd. Nerd, <laughs> nerd. Oh god, it smells like. And I know y'all are gonna know, and we're just mm-hmm. gonna we're gonna keep it we're gonna keep it as vague as we can. But it smells like that hallway at our high school. Yep, the one that was a mm-hmm. certain color. Yeah, a certain type of student just hanging yep, out. Yeah, when you walked by, you had to fucking plug your nose. Lord <laughs> <laughs> in heaven, brother. First night, Dude, you know what? Oh god, Sorry. you know what? You know what it smells like? It's like they they didn't shower for weeks. Yeah, the yeah. only the only thing they have to like master smell is like a the stupid $5 axe spray or whatever. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And they spray their pits and their balls and everything. Like, just <laughs> and to- that's it. <laughs> and that's it. That's to get rid of that stench. But it just overpowers the mm-hmm. nostrils, the, the olfactory nerve in your, in your brain. Oh, You're just like, oh, God. <laughs> it sticks. It sticks. It's almost oh. as if they were... The only thing that could watch them was Donald hitting them with the fucking <laughs> like water water or whatever. Water aga. And, Do- and Donald instead is just throwing fireballs and missing at the boss. And just, just making him sweaty. Just just praying for <laughs> Donald to wash him and he's just saying no. <laughs> Sander, I do like the note that you put here because I, I guess we could get into it very briefly, give you a glimpse into our future Kingdom Hearts 3 episode that'll be future, at some future. point. Because Donald, yeah, he's fantastic. Because, like I said, for me, I always kept him on the team. Always got rid of Goofy. Kept Donald because that Aww. was like a guaranteed healer. Yep. And uh, But later in Kingdom Hearts 3, he shows his, his abilities. Because he casts a move known as Zeta, like Fire or something like that, right? Or Zeta Flare is what Zeta it's called. Flare, yeah. And that's like the most elite of elite like fire spells in like Final Fantasy. It's so elite that like only one other character has ever done it. And Donald, Donald fucking casts it in Kingdom Hearts 3 and then he like fucking dies right after. <laughs> <laughs> that's like true Donald Jesus and that's Christ. a Donald ass move right there. Because not only did he not heal anyone, he died after, and he didn't even end up <laughs> defeating the person he tried to kill. 
Do you think they did that because like in in fantasy games, every fucking like mage or wizard is always throwing fireballs? They're like, yeah, we're going to make this guy the quintessential idiot. It's like D&D. How big's the room? How big is the room? (laughs) We're in a five foot by five foot room. Everybody take 20 damage. We're in a closet. Well, I'm going to do a fireball. (laughs) You've killed the whole party. (laughs) That was me at D&D. I was like, I'm going to cast this fireball. Fuck everybody. (laughs) Yeah, meanwhile, we're all running out of a burning building. Just stop and drop and rolling. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Oh, <laughs> uh, classic, classic. We'll, we'll go on and talk about oh, Pinocchio, but not Pinocchio, and fucking Gepido. <laughs> you want to get some spaghetti with Pinocchio? <laughs> Monstro, a world that I don't like the look of. Aesthetically, ass. Aesthetically, it looks. I like saw ass. It, like I saw the cutscenes today and was like, "This is fucking repulsive." <laughs> Who designed this? It looks like mold spores. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's just like ew. The whole thing just ew. Right. I don't but... know why. Why? Why did they go with like the weird colorful tablet on the walls? I don't know. Just keep the whole thing like the interior of a whale. Mm-hmm. And all also, bones and stuff. Yeah. Also, like space whale, because you're fucking flying in your dumb gummy ship. Uh... As we know, I hate it. And then all of a sudden, a fucking whale shows up and swallows you. The gang does nothing to avoid being swallowed, by the way. They're instead <laughs> sitting there just, like, arguing. But, Sander, as your note says, the monster level is one of the biggest, like, story beats. Like, narratively, yeah. it's such an important level. It's just so wild to me. It's like the cognitive dissonance of, like, I love what it does for the story. I just don't like being there same like it's like it's so weird because um it, it follows like the pinocchio story you know how like uh pinocchio yeah. get, and pinocchio and geppetto get swallowed by the whale or whatever right, mm-hmm. right, right and then yeah. essentially like we're getting swallowed by the whale mm-hmm. and then it's so crazy because like you know you're trying like you find geppetto and he's like where's pinocchio pinocchio <laughs> and then you're like okay well we gotta find this wooden piece of shit somewhere <laughs> so <laughs> And then you're going into inside the whale, which is like, you know, it was the interior design. I will say it's pretty ass, but I mean, mm. it's cool to go inside the whale or whatever. Yeah. And then that's where you find Rico. Riku. Riku. <laughs> Heel. He gra- He has Pinocchio by his hand. Yeah. And he's like, yep, I'm right here, Sora. What's up, bro? <laughs> right. All of a sudden, it's he like... was such a dick. <laughs> yeah. The whole the first... time. I was like, what the fuck? First time you see your bud in a long time, and we're like good buds, you know. They essentially like grew up together. Yeah. Riku kind of, kind of like the bigger brother role, and all of a sudden he's just being a dick. And not only is he being a dick, but he's being like mysterious about it, which is yeah, like worse. Because like... like you know, if someone's like being mean to you or whatever, but they like tell you exactly why, it's like okay, I can understand this. But when someone's just like randomly like being a jerk. But then you ask them why, and they're like, <laughs> and like run off into the next room. The hell! It's like, what, what are we doing here? Because he shows up real aggressive, kidnaps a fucking child. Yeah, is he made out of wood? Is he a He's puppet? A sure. Puppet. But either way, he like kidnaps him, and then like talks about like oh, I could use this kid and all that. I was like, what the hell? Why are you being so weird? <laughs> what are you gonna like, do to that I... child, Riku? <laughs> He's like, I need Pinocchio's heart, and I was like. Uh-huh. Yes. What? <laughs> you made his heart, man. He's made out of wood. Rico, what's wrong with you? 
boy. Like, Girl, you okay? You're, why are you trying to steal this innocent boy's heart? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then, and then we see that like Maleficent is just manipulating him, but like in the most simple way possible. Because she's like, "Hey, yeah. that's your friend. Why is he not hanging out with you?" And Riku's like, "You're right. Why is he not?" <laughs> oh like, my Riku, god, Doug, smooth brain. <laughs> oh, absolutely. It's. It's again that dissonance, that cognitive dissonance of like, it's a story. So obviously things have to unravel in a certain way. And like, yeah, they're video game characters. So they don't, they don't necessarily see Maleficent and know what we know that she's like evil and all that, even though, you know, she clearly looks pretty fucking evil. Yeah. Even within Kingdom Hearts, Riku can look around and see what the good guys look like and can see what the bad guys look like. You know, mm -hmm. <laughs> he, he, he knows what's going on. And yet, he still like meets this woman who he's met like the first time in his life and believes her over his best bud, like his little brother, who is known, I want to say, the majority of his life. Yeah. It's like, why you believe in her, man? And you know Zora... what it is? You know what it is? What is it? Riku doesn't see color. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's, you know, he's better than us. You're right. You know, he's not judging people by the way they look. He's yeah. judging them mm -hmm. by their shitty actions and their <laughs> desires for power. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> which he's also seeing and being like, "No, this is fun." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, you oh know what's my, my favorite? Uh, like about Melissa, because she like goes up to Rico's like, "You know, Sora's not the true Keyblade Master. It's oh, yeah. you." You're the true Keyblade Master. And it just hands him like a sword. Yeah, and just hands him the most evil fucking sword you can see. Yes. Hey, he's not the good guy. You're the good guy. Here's this fucking blade covered in blood. Why don't you, why don't you take this and be the hero you know you're supposed to be? Okay, I will. You, you know what? You're right. I will. I know I've kidnapped multiple women so far and <laughs> kidnapped a child and. Tried to get my friend killed, but I am the good guy, aren't I? Yeah, he is. Mm -hmm. You leave him yeah. alone. Yeah, oh, man. <laughs> it's fucking, it's wild, but it is good. You know, narratively, it is good because that's when you, as a child, you really understand something's wrong with this guy. Yep. You know, in the intro, <laughs> we saw him being weird in the water and all this and that, but now you're starting to see, man, eh, that's probably not good. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> yep. Going to the next transition, like, so you leave Monstro's world, right? Mm -hmm. You could go into two, either two worlds. You could go into Halloween Town or, oh. or a Little Mermaid. Which, okay, I, I'm trying to think which movie came out first. Is, did they both came out at the same time or Little Mermaid was released before? Yeah, before, right? So. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. Little uh, Mermaid's like older than you think it is. It right? was like 80s. I think it was damn. like 85. Damn, okay. I believe. So that movie is older. It, no, maybe it was 89. I could be wrong. Yeah. But I know for a fact that Nightmare came out in 93. 93? Mm -hmm. oh, okay, so a couple of years. So, but it's it's just interesting, like, <clears throat> after Pinocchio, because Pinocchio is, like, such an older movie. You it's go into, really like, old, yeah. Yeah, and then you go into the newer movies, like The Little Mermaid World and Halloween mm -hmm. Town. So, you, you could go to either one. Which one do you go to first? Uh, I always go to The Little Mermaid one. Me too. I like to save <laughs> the best for last, you know? Yes. So going into the Little Mermaid world, it's like it's. It, I think it's like probably the funnest, funnest aspect because you're you, you're underwater, right? And then you're like you're able to swim around like Little Mermaid's world, and then you get to hear Sebastian the Crab sing under the sea. And fun fact is like they actually got the original person to like sing that song. Oh wow! 
Yeah, so I, that so I thought that was pretty cool. And then that goes for me. <laughs> out in the sun this day all day perfect perfect like, why, why is there it, a jamaican crab why is it jamaican <laughs> why is there a jamaican crab I mean, in we are game? in france what's going on here oh fucking are they in france yes really yes is a french fairy tale oh shit huh that was beauty and the beast wow yeah, yeah but fucking uh little mermaid that whole thing you know i don't know with me I'm a little bit iffy on it because obviously it is cool. It's always fun when they transform like the way they look. Obviously, to go to uh, Atlantica, Sora becomes a mermaid. Yeah. Mermaid! Donald becomes a fucking uh, mer squid, whatever. (laughs) Mer squid. Duck mer squid. Disgusting. And then Goofy's a fucking turtle. Turtle. Whichever one's under. Turtle, turtle, turtle. But it's just sea like turtle, a, yeah. A, it, I, I guess the thing that bothers me the most is that I couldn't do like my combos there. You know, they like heavily mm. nerf your fighting ability, which is pretty annoying. You go from like having cool combos after you level up to like having a basic like three hit combo, and it's like, oh come on, dog. Oh, I was gonna say the. I think the only reason is because they were trying to match the physics of it. Like oh, yeah. you're underwater, and it's like hard yeah. to tweak your. I mean, <sighs> yeah. <laughs> But you do, you do eventually, you know, you get, you get to fight a shark, which is fucking pretty wild, because the shark oh, just yeah. like randomly out of nowhere. And I, I don't know, I'm not like a Little Mermaid guy, you know. I really, I think I'm pretty sure I watched it as a kid. Don't really remember it. Don't remember a shark being in it at all. But suddenly, there is like, a shark that is like the very beginning of the movie. But really? okay, yeah. yep. This giant fucking shark shows up, and you're like, what the hell? I don't remember this from the movie. You beat that guy up. <laughs> then you have to fight. Ursula, who she's the first boss that is like gigantic, and her, yeah, <laughs> her boss fight is like legitimately probably one of the hardest boss fights because like around the time you fight her, you're not that strong, and she's like you're your. I think for me, she's pretty much like the first actual challenge to where like I lost to her multiple times because so I was like, what the fuck am I doing? She just like throws shit randomly without rhyme or reason. There's just always something hitting you on screen. <laughs> I'm like, what, yeah. what do I do, man? <laughs> oh, I had to like go grind and come back when I was fighting her. Disgusting. Like Ursula, she gave me a, like some problems because I was like, she was so big and then she was like start shooting thunder in the, under the water. Yeah. And I'm just like, dude, I can't beat this fat ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she thick. And then she tries to eat you. Like yeah. <laughs> but let me tell you it's so it's like so funny like you know what? I, I think it's just like the artistic style like it's just so brilliant like mm. you get you get to fight ursula like the way she looks and everything like her movements and everything i was like dude i could see ursula doing all these moves like her tentacles uh-huh. like start getting <laughs> at you <laughs> yeah oh yeah i mean it was a really good fight and then you know I don't know. It kind of like opens up the world in a way because King Triton is that his Correct. name? Yes. He uh he seemingly like knows more about like Keyblade wielders and like Kingdom Hearts and stuff because he like essentially gets pissed at you and says like, "Hey, you with the Keyblade, you shouldn't be here. We've had people with Keyblades come here before and they weren't helpful." And you're like, "What the hell do you mean? You b- what before? do you mean? Is there like a history behind all of this?" Which you later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but as soon as you're done with that, 
if you're like me, you run on over to fucking Halloween Town. Yay! And this this world, I don't know. We we've done an episode on Nightmare Before Christmas, so you know how important it is to us more so, Kayla. But I mean, Halloween Town as a kid, I did think it was super cool, and I think I mentioned it in our episode. Pretty much the whole reason, a giant reason why, was because I experienced it through this game. Mm-hmm. Like, going to Halloween Town was such a highlight for me. The music instantly was like, again, I'm going to say it, every single song, every single theme in every world bangs. They're yeah. all good. Even, like, lesser worlds that you don't even really like, the music's still great. And they do such an amazing job of, like, because they have the classic, you know, dun, dun. But then as soon as you battle, it goes like like it gets really like they do such a beautiful job mixing. That sounded like Duel of the Fates. Yeah, similar though. But like legitimately, like they take the original themes and make them like battle themes, like so seamlessly to where like you could easily see it like it was composed by the same person. You know, like I don't know. They're they're so good. And Danny made... Elfman? <laughs> Daniel Elfington? <laughs> yes, that's him. Love yeah. him. Sander Halloween Town, man. Oh, one of the best. If not my favorite world. Ah, but I don't know. We'll we'll rank them like top three later, but one of my favorite worlds in the game. Dude, it's so cool. You know what's so cool? Like when you go in there, you see Jack and he's like, it's like, I'm trying to get ready for Halloween, guys. And he's mm-hmm. like all hyped up for Halloween and stuff like that. Yeah, and then you go, and then you go meet the 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 mad scientist, Doctor Finkelstein. Yeah, oh, I can I can contribute to this conversation, and I'm yeah. excited. No, and you're, it's so funny because, like in the in the movie, you're you're trying to find out uh, Sally's is it her brain or her heart in the movie? Uh neither. Neither. Oh. Okay. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> oh, sick. No. Sally. No, Sally's trying to escape Doctor Finkelstein because he like keeps uh, her as a prisoner, essentially. Okay. So, so but yeah, the, the, he's kind yeah, of a bad the, guy. That makes sense. But yeah. in the game, it's it's kind of funny because like Doctor Finkelstein is like working with Jack. He's like, I'm trying to give Sally a heart, and then he, they're like, We got we got this actual heart. It's an actual anatomy of a heart. Yeah. It's like creepy. <laughs> Like a giant <laughs> vase that's like shaped like a heart. And again, this world, yes. I think Halloween Town, probably also why I like it, besides like the theme and all that spooky stuff. And, and Sora that. looking so cute with those oh, little things I mean, and his we, mask. We'll talk about that in a second, because that is that is like a top three moment in the entire game, is simply oh, yeah. their designs. But uh, similar to Monstro, narratively, Halloween Town is one of the most significant ones that manages to mix in like what halloween town is and what like the stories or the plot of the movie is trying to do with kingdom hearts and it works so well because in halloween town they try and figure out like why things are the way they are they're very like curious and they don't know what goes on like in the outside world essentially and it's fun because they are monsters themselves which in the film is like a big part of it where they're like, Oh, we're just monsters, but we're not like evil or whatever. No. And then they're encountered with the heartless. And at first they don't see them as evil or anything either. Like mm-hmm. Jack is like so interested and like, they have them like dance <laughs> and like, they seemingly, yeah. <laughs> they seemingly like the heartless don't care or like don't attack them or do anything. 
at first. Mm-hmm. And like they even have a heartless in the lab with Dr. Finkelstein, and they're just wondering yeah. like how the hell like what makes something alive because the heartless don't have hearts. Let's see if we can make a heart. And like obviously the way Halloween Town does, they do fun things like, oh, well, a heart has a heartbeat. Let's put like a frog in it because a frog like croaks <laughs> and it beats and like stuff like that. But it's just such a fun way to see characters not see the heartless as evil. Mm-hmm. And just really try and understand, like, what the hell is this thing? And it's important to the plot, especially later games. Because we kind of see that, like, Heartless aren't necessarily, like, evil things. It's just, like, the people that control them and the way they use them that, like, sort of corrupts what they do. I don't know. It's just it's just fucking great. And not only that, but Jack Skellington as a party member is fucking insane. Because homeboy yeah, is yeah. like having the time of his life, just like <laughs> he's, he says, like "Come on, guys!" and then just fucking destroys like six heartless with like one. Yeah. <laughs> homeboy is just insane. Oh, he's one of the best party members too. He's so strong. Dude, he is literally the best party members out of all the the world order. He's probably the best party member. Mm, he's just like, yeah. "Come on, guys!" and then he just swipes everybody in one yeah. like one <laughs> smack. You're like, he got that. Oh, he got that range. Fuck. He's got oh, those yeah. long yeah. arms. Mm-hmm. You think uh, he's better than Beast? Really? Sander, controversial. I would have to say, yeah. 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 I mean, Beast is like. He is something else in Hollow Bastion, but he's a beast. Jack Skeleton, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's a beast. <laughs> he's but a no, king. It's... Slay king, slay pumpkin king. <laughs> <laughs> Enemy. <laughs> it's so good. Jack's a fun time. You try and figure out what a heart is. And as Oogie Boogie does, he gets in the way. And Oogie Boogie, not only, I mean, he, he's great. He has, you have two fights with him, and both of them are like some of the best fights in the game. Yeah. So cool how you get to fight him in his lair. Because aesthetically, like, I love I love that scene in the film. And it was so Mm -hmm. cool that you got to, like, navigate it as a player. And, like, the gambling aesthetic with, like, the neon and everything. Mm -hmm. It's just so cool. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, he's, like, rolling the paradise. He's like, all right, crap. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to start spinning the wheels or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. the roulette wheels, yeah. Yep, his fight is just so cool. And then, like, after you beat him in the lair, you fight this giant, like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm a big-ass treehouse. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, what's up? Which is funny, because you can just walk away from him. Obviously, you have to fight him, but you can just leave. <laughs> I don't know if you knew that. Like, you can legitimately just walk away from that fight and, like, go to a different world. And you can come back and fight him later if you want. That's cool. It's super weird. <laughs> what? Yeah. Well, where is he gonna go? He's in the ground. He's <laughs> yeah, he's rooted. Stuck there. He ain't going anywhere. Oh. Uh. Ew. I just grossed myself out. I was like, what if like he was like made out of like giant centipedes that could like move yeah. him around? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you see, I'm grossing myself out. <laughs> Yucky! That fight is something, though, and somewhat frustrating. Oh, it's frustrating. Yeah, because you could fall off super easily, right? <laughs> and then you just have to keep going up the fucking like uh-huh. spiral. Yeah. You um, can, and you will. I feel like the platforms are also super narrow in that level. Oh yeah, like your, room, your margin for error is like razor thin mm-hmm. until you get to like the end. But yeah, eek. 
just frustrating because like the little like black orbs or whatever around the tree you're like there's one that's like hard to reach and you have to like literally like strategically like try to jump into that platform or like you have to fall into that platform oh god <laughs> yeah <sighs> oh yeah there's one but... thing i'm bad at it's platforming very very bad at judging distance i'm like oh. and <laughs> jumping i cannot double tough. jump to save my life right but while all this is going on like we said before one of the best things is the fact that the gang just gets like a costume change for this world and it's one of the few where it's it's just halloween town and atlantica where you change right Yes. In the first one. So it's kind of funny that like randomly, for whatever reason, the developers were like, we can't just have them go normally. We got to make them look spooky for some reason. (laughs) But it's like, spooky. it's probably like the most iconic Sora like look. Yes. He looks so cool. As a kid, I I was like, God, he looks so fucking sick. Oh, the pumpkin head Keyblade is elite. But yeah, Sora's got the fucking eye patch and like fangs, and he just like looks super like fucking emo scene anime. I love it so much. Like if I had played this as a youth, I would be in love with emo boy Sora. Uh (laughs) As I'm wearing my like Halloween robe. Mm -hmm. And I'm wearing my Nightmare Before Christmas pajama bottoms right now. So I am in the mood. Ready for it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then like, I know Donald's like a mummy, right? Yeah, Yeah, he's a mummy. And then yeah. Goofy's like Frankenstein in a way, or that's always what I thought it was, kind of like a Frankenstein's monster type thing. Yeah, he looks cool. He's got like a little pumpkin on the tip of his nose. Yeah, Aww. like <laughs> like like Zero. Aww. Oh yeah, that's so yeah. cute. Oh, they're both dogs. That makes sense. They are both dogs. Wow, I honestly didn't make My... this connection until just now. <laughs> My head exploded, mm-hmm. dude. dude. It's just amazing. And and the whole time you're doing any of this, I mean, it's time to talk about the Coliseum. One of the best worlds, simply because it's just like fight. All it is is like fight. We're going to give you a little bit of plot. But man, you're just going to fight. And Coliseum's sick. And you get to meet Cloud and Sephiroth there. It's fucking dope. Oh, it's... That's where the grind is true. The mm-hmm. grind is real right there. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it... And it and it's so funny because like in the in the first game like you just only go to like two like two uh two areas so you go to like the main area or like where mm-hmm. you see your records and stuff like that and then you go into like where you talk to little phil right and then <laughs> little phil. i love always call him little phil <laughs> little phil, just yeah. he's little phil he's little phil Felito. 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 <laughs> he's not he's not fellow yeah <laughs> oh god yeah and then, uh, the mall. <laughs> oh god. The, but it's it's like not to get too crazy with the other games, but like I know in the second level they really do like more detailed on the oh, yeah. on the Hercule and the Coliseum level, which is pretty cool. And yeah. then the third one, you get the whole freaking city, which is pretty awesome. It is nice, man. Yeah, I mean the first one, even though I probably love it the most, it's the most bare bones. Because yeah. you only meet Lil Phil and fucking Herc, and that's it. Yep. And obviously, Hades. Obviously, don't forget like Hades. Hades, Cerberus are there, but like you don't really like. I don't know. Nah. But yeah, it's fucking sick. Obviously, meeting Cloud there is like a brain breaking moment when you're younger and you know Final Fantasy. Because like, what the fuck is Cloud doing here? You're like, wow. what? yeah. Then you have to fight him, and no. he's fucking just hot, hot. But I thought Cloud was a good guy. Well, Sandy, what happened? 
Oh, dude, he actually he he. So he's heel first because mm-hmm. of Hades. Hades yeah. was like, "You're gonna let that chump beat you." And he's like, "I know who." And then Hades is like, "I know who you're looking for." And then mm-hmm. Cloud is like, "Don't talk to me." <laughs> yeah, yeah, because Hades then, is like manipulating him, right? Because yeah. he like says he's gonna help him find Aerith, right? Yeah, Aerith. Yep. And then you fight Cloud, and then after you beat him, and then Hades like gets mad at him. And then, right. um, yeah, and then you you just know when, like, that's when Cloud is like, you know, he's a good guy. Oh. Just like right then and there after you beat him. But like before he's like all evil and just like, oh, my God, we have to find yeah. an evil Cloud. <laughs> oh, yeah. And Cloud gets fucking stomped, like literally stomped because you beat him. And then like it very quickly goes to a cutscene, and Cloud like turns around and fucking Cerberus just, <laughs> oh, <laughs> just no. stomps yeah. on his ass. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Jesus. Oh. Dude, I forgot. Okay, thank you for refreshing my memory, Eddie. Because after you beat him, that's where uh, Cerberus squishes him, uh-huh. and then Hades like, "Oh, I forgot the number one rule. There are no rules." I was like, "Is this Fight Club?" Motherfucking! <laughs> I knew you couldn't trust Hades. I seen Hercules. Really, the god of the underworld? <laughs> mm-hmm. Ah, uh, but yeah, the Colosseum in general. One of my favorite worlds for sure, simply because of the fucking grind. You know, you you may as well you may as well take out the disc, put in Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. The oh way I the God. way I'd be fucking grinding at the Coliseum. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. I just fucking I got the infinite grind. Yeah. <laughs> Here I am. Fucking skate Jesus <laughs> enters the arena. Even floor. It's just fucking Sora. I mean, Sora skates later in the other games. It's just Sora what? fucking grinding. Or is it Roxas? It's both of them, right? Yeah, both of them. Yeah. Just fucking infinite grind. Because, man, the time I spent in the Coliseum was probably... That's the world I'm probably at the most in Kingdom Hearts. I just Dude, fucking I... like going through it and doing it. And it's so fun because it's a... Uh, I mean, it just speaks to like a thing that I love in video games in general is when you reach that level to where you are strong as hell and can like one shot everything i love feeling powerful in video games and the coliseum is the perfect way to tell how strong you are because you know the cups they're easy at first they get harder the like 50 what is it hades cup the 50 round cup when you first do that you like barely get through it you legitimately like die every like 10 levels because they put a boss (laughs) at it but then, like, when you're stronger and later, like, level 80, you can go through it no problem. And you're like, God, I'm so fucking strong. <laughs> like, no one could no one could touch me. And then Sephiroth shows up. But we Yummy! already talked about that. <laughs> Yummy! That damn Sephiroth. And then, I'm trying to think. I think it's the gold. Or no, gold's cup is with the, the ice the titan. Ice which, like, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's fucking annoying. Yeah. The ice titan is crazy because he just, like, he shoots, like, He'll stomp his feet and then like little glaciers start like like start popping up out of the ground and then yeah. he'll shoot like icicles all over the spot. Uh-huh. And then I'm trying to uh, the one like not Hades Cup, but the one after it. I, I'm trying to think what oh the bronze cup, I think that's what it's called. Where you fight the rock uh, rock titan at the very, very end. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so like you you're like you're you're going like ten, then you're like, okay, I feel good. You go to the next ten, okay, I feel really good. You go to the mm. next ten, all right. You fight Cerberus, like ah oh, shit. Then yeah. you go to the next ten, you fight uh, Cloud, 
and Wall Leon. Yeah. And Leon. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, Leon. You fight those two at the same time. You're like, ah, shit. Right. And then you go to the next 10, you fight Hades. And then you go to the, like, the next 40. And then mm. at the very end, you go fight against the Rock Titan. I was like, what the fuck? Where did this guy come from? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dog, which, by the way, getting nerdy again, when you're fighting Nerds. Leon and Nerds. Cloud, which one do you fight first? Which one do you take out? Dude, I tried to take out Leon first. <laughs> always. Always. <laughs> same thing. Always dude. beat his ass real quick, and then I handle yeah. Cloud because Cloud's just harder, you know. Dude, I, I swear, because like, he's so sexy. Because he's so hard. Yes, <laughs> dude, it's like Leon. I, I was like, you, you find him in the like in Traverse Town. Like, I mean, he's not too difficult. I mean, he's difficult, but he's not yeah, too difficult. Not too hard though, yeah. Uh, and then when you find him in the Coliseum, he's like about the same. But like Cloud, I feel like. When you fight him the first time, and then you fight him the second time, he gets—he's actually harder. Yeah, because he started. Then he like because he flies around. Yeah, he flies like, around. And, huh, <laughs> yeah. uh. Oh man! You're like, what the hell? Oh my god! And dude, all, all these fights, like with these bosses, Donald and Goofy are borderline useless. They don't know oh, how. Dude. They don't know how to survive a fight to save their life. When Hades is doing like his fucking like three sixty fire blast, and yep. as I'm over here clinging to life and i watch goofy <laughs> recover from being knocked out he like says like oh yeah i'm alive charges in and dies immediately oh my god <laughs> the fire. And I'm like, what are you doing no you know you know it's so funny because haiti he does like he puts his arms out and then he's like spins around a fire yeah. And you just see Goofy just like with the shield walking slowly. <laughs> yeah. And he just gets knocked out and you're like Goofy, run away. <laughs> and then it makes it, and then it makes it even worse. Like Donald shoots fireball at Hades. Yeah. And he's like, dude, he's fire resistant. <laughs> Donald, what are you doing? It's even better when Donald heals Goofy. Goofy dies instantly, and then Donald <laughs> dies right after. Uh-huh. <laughs> awesome guys. Thanks for the help. Uh, but yeah, Sephiroth, I, one last thing about him is earlier today I saw someone beat him because I was like, let me let me just see on YouTube real quick. And this guy was just like the most reckless fighter ever. Yeah, he, he obviously beat Sephiroth, but even like being like super reckless, not careful at all. It takes you like 13, 15 minutes to beat this guy, which is oh which God. as a kid, it may as well be like fucking five hours mm-hmm. like the stress of fighting this guy and wondering like because you can see his life but you're wondering just like how much longer do i have to dodge attacks oh mm-hmm. so stressful dude it is stressful like i mean 13 minutes of fighting Sephiroth, dude your your hands are crampy for sure oh yeah oh yeah you're dying <laughs> carpal, you're tunnel, carpal tunnel carpal <laughs> tunnel i got that carpool tunnel no <laughs> <laughs> that was called that's what it is. No, okay. that's a band. <laughs> I mean, I guess. We we talked about Neverland last time, you know. I mean, the fight with Captain Hook is pretty fucking fun. You get to fly around and all that. Shadow yep. Sora, Riku's 100% heal now. I'm going to say fucking... it. Yep. Let me say this Do real it. quick. Tinkerbell is a bitch. Oh. <gasps> I, I hate <gasps> I hate her. <gasps> yeah. Why? And it's not because she's a baddie. Because she is. Like, she's she's fine. She's just a <laughs> jealous bitch. She's just so mean. Yes. And yeah. I know, like, she got rebranded, like, in recent years. She's like, oh, like, she's like a nice person. No. <laughs> Rebrand. No rebranding, Rebrand. Tinkerbell. She's a stone cold bitch, no. and she tries to murk Wendy. So, no. 
She pulls out the fucking hammer. It basically. <laughs> what up, Wendy? Bah! Oh, stop, Wendy! Shooting t- tiny fucking bullets. Out, out, out. No. Yeah, you know what's my favorite? Like when you're fighting Captain Hook, because you fight uh, Sm- uh Sneed. Sneed. He's just so funny. He's like, "Come on, Captain Hook!" Yeah. Just... I love and his nose. Like, it's so cute. Yep, and then you, and it's so funny because when you fight both of them, you beat his ass first. You're like, dude, this dude's a straight scrub, <laughs> fucking Smeed. And then it's just like that's where you see like Rico turn teal, and then fighting Captain Hook is like pretty the funniest because like he'll like you'll you knock him out of the boat or the ship. He uh-huh. falls into the water, and then he jumps like fifty feet in the air because oh, yeah. he sees the crocodile. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's like my favorite part. Like you knock him out like out of the ship. He goes mm-hmm. into the water and then he jumps up 50 Woo! feet. You're like, what? And I was like, thinking, oh, what the fuck? He's going to destroy me. And he's like, oh, no, there's a crocodile. Yeah. <laughs> Terrified of that thing. Took yeah. his hand, goddammit. It took his hand. And, that, <laughs> and, and at this moment, I wish I could play the Hollow Bastion theme song because it is it is, it oh. is one of the best. You, I know you can hear it in your head right now, but yeah. Hollow Bastion is the world where shit falls apart for Sora. Yep. It, it is narratively so rich. So much goes on in Hollow Bastion. Obviously, it's like the second to last world. When you show up there, Riku pretty much cucks you and says like, hey, <laughs> you, you ain't the fucking Keyblade wielder. I am. And he just like throws you a fucking wooden sword. And says <laughs> like, hey man, you ain't shit. By the way, your buds are coming with me. And Donald and Goofy are like, oh, they look at you and shrug. You're like, you see what we've been through? <laughs> What you mean you going with him? The, let me tell you, this is the biggest betrayal of yeah. all. Like, th- this scene was so fucking iconic. It's so like, awkward. It's, aw- it's awkward, like, comical, like, everything. Because he, he throws you this wooden sword, and you're like, are you fucking kidding me? And then he grabs the Keyblade out of you. He's like, I am the true Keyblade master. And then Donald and Goofy looked at him. He was like, "Sorry, dog. He has the keyblade." Hey, I mean, got the keyblade, dog. I mean, he, he got it. He got it. What and you thought we like... was friends, dog? <laughs> oh. like, Donald, like... <laughs> Donald puts the birds up on you. Hey, eat it too. And just for, just for good measure, he turns around and immediately hears heals Riku. He's like, "Hey, dog. What the fuck? <laughs> he ain't even weak." Uh. He's just like. Let me let me cure him real quick. Uh-huh. Let me get my dog real quick. Damn, Riku, you look cool as hell, dog. I never liked that Sora guy, anyways. And it's so crazy because you jump on these platforms, right? And you're trying to fight these heartless, and you can't do shit because your mm. your sword is useless. It's right. a wooden sword, so you're bonking them, bonk, bonk, bonk. Uh-huh. Oh, dog! It's such a again, it's such a narratively rich way to like suddenly make you feel powerless, but. Yeah. And it, and it goes a long way to make you understand that Sora's will is strong enough to where even though he's powerless and granted you can still cast magic which I always wondered why can he do that is Sora just like magical but at this yes. point when you're there Beast is there you already got like his ass kicked by Riku he's about to get his ass kicked by him again but you know the whole Keyblade thing happens Riku runs away with your buds and then Beast is there, and this is where I think Beast is just so fucking cool. Because yep. not only is he the only thing that allows you to fight Heartless while you're powerless until you get your Keyblade back, but 
how they like explain Beast getting there is so fucking cool to me because Hollow Bastion is the world where like Ansem and like the Final Fantasy characters lived and all that. Yeah. And Beast is there randomly and you kind of like ask him how he got there and he essentially says, I don't know, but someone took Bell and I went after her and suddenly I was here. So it like implies that Beast's will is so fucking strong that even after his world got destroyed, he still like teleported over to this other world and he's he pretty much like willed himself into existence because he loves this woman so much. And yeah. I was like, God, Beast, you're so fucking cool, man. <laughs> like you're so <laughs> and then he like shows off tattoo. and what's this god i wish i could remember because i love it because beast he has like two super strong moves where he like essentially instantly kills everything and he's i don't know he like pounces into someone and just they explode (laughs) or he roars and everyone explodes meanwhile you're with the fucking wooden stick you're like holy shit man (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, because like his two, like Beast, yeah, he doesn't have a lot of moves, but they're probably the strongest moves he has. It's like Beast Roar and Beast Fury. Yeah, and like Beast Fury is like when he charges like everybody, and then uh-huh. the, and then a Beast Roar is like he like yells super loud, and <laughs> you're just like fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like the scene in the background, like Beast has just murdered like twenty dudes. You turn Perfect. around and you're just like boom, 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 like <laughs> one heartless on the head, and it's looking at you like, man, please stop. You know, this is annoying. It doesn't die? even hurt. Why don't you die? <laughs> God damn it! Why are you not dying? He's like uh-huh. looking at you. He's like, God damn it! <laughs> Leave me alone, man. Oh man. I mean, iconic moment to iconic moment. You fight Riku here. Yeah, and he's oh like, God. and he's like full, full heel. You can tell Daddy? he's full heel because he's wearing heel clothes now. Daddy. Mm-hmm. Oh, Kayla loves the way this man looks here. Daddy Dude, in so, the feather me- skirt, yummy, <laughs> yummy, Dude, so like, yummy. So before going into the Rico's fight, right? So you walk this hallway, right, and then you see all the seven princesses, right. or you see six out of the seven, six. right? Yeah. So you see like Jasmine, um, Cinderella, uh. Snow White, Bell, Aurora, um, Aurora. Yep. So you see all of them, and then you see Rico standing over Kyrie, and then like yeah. Sora, like immediately he's all happy. He's like, "Dude, I found Kyrie." But <laughs> Kyrie's yeah. like laid down, like knocked out, and then and then Rico's like, "Kyrie is the last heart to complete this whole uh this uh to open the door." And then mm-hmm. Sora's like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, God, yeah. And it's just, like, it's so grandiose. And Rick is talking about, like, he never cared about Kyrie and this or that. And then he reveals that part of Kyrie's heart is in Sora. And, like, you know, essentially, like, you have to die for Kyrie to live and all that. You hear Kyrie's voice, and she yells out to Sora, which causes Sora to have the will to fight. Yeah, he does yep. the classic, like, anime fucking block from your knees. And then yep. it's just fucking on. And Riku is just... Riku is the fucking roadblock for, mm-hmm. like, any kid first playing Kingdom Hearts. You yep. you died to this guy at least, like, 15 times. Like he, he was so hard to fight. And he was so frustrating to the point where, like, I was close to giving up. You know, there were many days where I fought him, didn't win, and called it a fucking day. 
<laughs> you know, he's just so hard. He's so strong. He like reads your moves. But man, what a great fight! Dude, it's such a great fight. Like you're, you're like fighting him, and you're just like trying to like, dude. I think it took me like five, six days easily. Even like, even older me, it took me like a couple days to fight him. Like, because I was like, dude, this dude's fucking strong. What the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> you got to get the even, download on him. And yeah. <laughs> oh, and even then, like, still as an adult, he like does some moves where I mean, I guess I could look it up and see what people do who are like amazing at this game. But like, yeah. even to this day. He does some moves where I just like don't know what I'm supposed to do. Like I feel like I'm just supposed to You're run like, away. Like I just eat it, I guess. Yeah, I'm supposed to run away, <laughs> uh, uh. get hit, and then heal myself. Like that's all I'm supposed to do. Like I try and block it, doesn't work. I try and dodge roll, it doesn't work. I just like, uh, what do I do? <laughs> and then I don't know. But he you take he, the L. <laughs> he's so good. You fucking die fifty times, but when you beat him, man, it, it felt great. Dude, when you when you get his ass, dude, you're like triple H. Suck it! <laughs> oh yeah. We got two words for you, Riku. Beautiful. Yeah, and I mean we talked about Sora what he does after he stabs himself, unlocks Kyrie's heart, brings it back. It's a fun little moment where you suddenly are a heartless. Yeah. Which, which has like which has like whoop, giant whoop, whoop, fucking whoop, whoop. narrative implications for like the rest of the series. It's like him becoming heartless and like making a nobody and this and that is like very important. But uh, you just play as a heartless real quick. It's a fun little moment. And then you come back and Kyrie like brings you back because she like calls you back from the darkness. Dude, that moment made me cry, dude. Like literally oh. when Kyrie hugged that heartless. Right. And then oh. he just turns back to like Sora. I was like, it's real. It's real. Uh-huh. <laughs> the power of love, the power of friendship. So cute. Nearing the end here of both this episode and the game. Aha. Uh-huh. The the final world, which I always thought, again, just being a just being edgy, I guess, is called the world that never was. I thought that was the coolest. Just like, oh fuck. You're like, <laughs> what do damn. you mean? <laughs> so poetic, man. Right? Oh, it's so real. But it is a crazy world because it's essentially the classic like boss rush world where you just fight a bunch of enemies fight some bosses yeah fucking chernabog from fantasia shows up which mm-hmm. is such a fucking surprise dude that blew my mind away oh my god oh i think i've mentioned it before but if i haven't i'll mention it real quick right now it's fantasia we had it as a kid uh that scene night on bald mountain legitimately like scared the shit out of me and my brother to the point where like i could not watch it until i was like 13 14 years old because i was just like what the fuck dude (laughs) like seeing all these ghosts and like demons and this big giant fucking demon lord because as a kid i was like terrified of like demons and shit (laughs) like i don't know it's because you know being raised catholic and catholicism yeah mexican (laughs) catholic fucking just my mother scaring the shit out of me thing <laughs> demons i just like did not mess with i legitimately like never made it past that part in fantasia but uh seeing this in this game i was like what the fuck do you You're mean like, uh-oh oh fuck but now i can fight him so i felt empowered good job dear i'm happy you grew out of that and god that song is so fucking sick oh man I think maybe yeah. I could play that one probably, right? Probably. It's, like it's a classic. A classical, song. Yeah. Well, I'll play it right here. Play it right now. 
Chernobog, which is so funny that he randomly shows up for seemingly no reason. You just fucking fight this demon lord, and then like, oh, well, time to move on. Yep. <laughs> you make it to the final time. battle. You meet fucking Ansem, who More is... like handsome. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> Why are the Final <laughs> Fantasy guys so hot? Well, he's not Final Fantasy. He's a Kingdom Hearts character. Well, he's inspired obviously by Final Probably. Fantasy. Yeah. Yes. Because he is not he does not look like a Disney property. Did you he see his not. chest out? Oh, I saw. Mm. Oh, I <laughs> Yummy. <laughs> Yummy. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure he's voiced by Billy Zane. Yum. From like Titanic and the Yum. Mummy and Zoolander. So, you Yum. know, great guy. He's and he's just like the most emo of all emos. Just like, oh, I love darkness, and the darkness is the best, and you know, everything I is love darkness. That shit. Meanwhile, you fucking smack his ass like four or five times because you have to fight him like four or five times. Mm-hmm. But that final battle where you where he's just like big fucking anime JRPG boss, you know, ridiculous bullshit. It just yeah. looks ridiculous is so much fun pretty much for me because I loved I was telling Kayla about it earlier. Mm-hmm. Probably my favorite part in the whole fight is when you get separated from Donald and Goofy. No. Then Riku, like, calls out to you, and it's like, oh, what's up, Sora? Why are you giving up so easily? And then, again, it's just, like, you know, your friends are your power. He does it. He hears Riku, and he has the will to go on. But while you're finding them, you can suddenly, like, go into the fucking evil Ansem ship. Yeah. And when you go in there, you go into, like, pitch darkness essentially like all only the floor is like lit up blue and you can only like see the eyes of the heartless it's like the darkest you've ever seen and as soon as you go into one of them you hear either donald or goofy like call out your name and it just like always was so cool to me because to me it like paints the picture of like while you're fighting and all that Meanwhile, Donald and Goofy are by themselves facing off against like endless fucking heartless, and they're just like holding their own. Like, God damn, what <laughs> oh, am I? Fuck. Yeah, rest. <laughs> but it like also spoke to me of like how strong we all were now, you know, to where like Donald and Goofy by themselves could hold off like some of the strongest heartless, even though it was like sixty to one, they were still like just fighting them off. And just oh, and it's great to hear them like yell your name as soon as you mm-hmm. come in because they're like, "Oh, Sora's here!" Yeah, oh, it's so dope. It's like those little things that I just oh, I love it, dude. What makes this like final battle is just like, dude, this is just like Square Enix, like the oh, J- yeah. uh, JRPG, like 
this is like the money. Like this is the money grab. I, I'm yeah. gonna say like this. This makes the whole freaking franchise. It's like the <laughs> epic stages of multiple. Like you're gonna fight the final boss, and it's just not like it's just one stage. It's like multiple stages. Oh yeah. And then you're like you first fight Ansem, and then his little demon, and then right. you get like, you jump into like the broken Destiny's Island. Yeah. Then you fight your own shadow again, mm-hmm. and then you fight only the demon and Ansem, and then then you go and fight the freaking ship of Ansem. This like, is the fight it. that never this is ends. It. Yeah. This is on and on my brain. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. I mean, it is. It is just like that Final Fantasy classic JRPG. Like, oh, you think the boss? You think he was a real boss? It's like nah. this is a real boss. Oh, you think Sorry. he's done? Psych fight omega ansem and then like alpha ansem and all this stuff it's just ah but it's fantastic obviously as most of these games go you win yeah hooray ansem just gets absolutely fucked by the light (laughs) which he like calls out to kingdom hearts and sora hits him like the line where you know i know that kingdom hearts is light and ansem's just like oh god Uh huh. And then at the end, when all hope is lost, when you're trying to close this giant door that won't close, suddenly you see a hand, and Riku's on the other side, Riku! in the darkness, and he's like, "We can close it from both sides," and it's still not working. And who shows up? Hiya, pal. <laughs> <laughs> the Majesty himself, mm-hmm. King. Mickey! Hooray! It was, it was so hype because I don't even think we mentioned it, but at the beginning of the game, Donald and Goofy are tasked with finding the Keyblade Master and finding King Mickey. Yep. So he's been gone this whole time. You don't see Mickey at all. He shows up at the 11th hour to fucking be the hero because, of course, he is. It's Mickey. So the fun fact, and th- you know what's crazy? I learned this like, I think, uh, uh, I'm going to say like maybe a month or two months ago when I was looking at, I was scrolling through TikTok or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, there there is a reason why Mickey Mouse is at the very end, and he, he does not appear throughout the whole entire game. So yeah. this was done intentionally. So Disney didn't like. So originally, Kingdom Hearts wanted Mickey to be like the wanted to be like wanted uh Mickey to be the bad guy, and mm-hmm. Disney's like, no dog, no no no, <laughs> he's yeah. the good guy. So you're like, okay, so that's why they created different characters to be like the good and bad guy. Yeah, and then the other thing is like Disney like thought this game was gonna fail. Like literally, they uh, thought yeah. this game was literally not gonna be successful. So that's why they're like, you know what? We're not gonna like we'll keep we'll let you have Mickey at the very end, mm-hmm. just to, just in case like this game fucking fails. Like if yeah. nobody likes this game and thought this game was stupid or weird, yeah. then pretty much like Mickey like it won't ruin his legacy. Like it won't do anything. But right. in reality. Dude, this this game literally took Mickey Mouse's like legacy, like the whole like Disney franchise to another level. Oh yeah, like yeah, and like Louis, like it's crazy because I'm part of the cult following, so like yeah. I'm like always <laughs> hyped when the next Kingdom Hearts coming open, or like oh, yeah. when I see like uh what like Disneyland or Disney World, they have like Kingdom Hearts Day or whatever. Like they have yeah. like Sora and Goofy and Donald like dressed up like uh, uh, Kingdom oh, Hearts that's character. Cool. That's so yeah, fucking cool. I would have never expected that like that's something they do. It's cool to see that, you know, it's funny because in your notes you were like, oh, 
it's funny because Disney themselves are the bad guy now because they're big like yep. Yep. <laughs> corporate and they own everything and all that, which is Capitalist absolutely monsters, true. Just but God, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. it, it does sound pretty magical to be there and see like Sora and like Donald and Goofy and their fucking like clothes, and it's cool to see because like similar to Nightmare Before Christmas, they said these things aren't worth it this isn't worth our time so it's kind of cool and annoying to see like all of a sudden like oh now you embrace it because it's like this big successful thing when you didn't believe in it at first but i guess at the end of the day it is nice to see that kingdom hearts has representation at disney and that they don't just oh it's this game and no one cares about it so that's nice maybe this is a personal opinion or maybe this is a fact but i Uh actually think like out of all the Disney games they, they ever created, like, every single Disney game you can even think of, like, I think, like, Disney, or Mickey's Magic Car- or Magic oh, yeah. Carpet Ride or whatever, or, yeah. uh, like, Epic Mickey, or, like, yeah. any of the uh, any of the Disney games. Yeah. I, I think Kingdom Hearts is probably the most successful Disney slash Final Fantasy franchise. Oh, absolutely. Like, to, to, yeah, like, it took, like, literally, like, it opened a new market for Disney to like okay I think video games is like definitely we could tap into that market and especially mm-hmm. like Kingdom Hearts being so successful mm-hmm. like Disney's like dude we can't let this go like this is right. we gotta keep this going do I have an encyclopedic knowledge of video games no but I have loved video games my whole life and honestly I do think in terms of just straight up Disney representation no other game is as successful or does as much for Disney as Kingdom Hearts does Mm-hmm. Which is so wild to say because this is a game that shouldn't work, that doesn't make sense, no. that should, <laughs> no. should not make sense. And you can speak to how, we'll probably talk about it later with the later games, how Disney is kind of less important in the newer games and stuff. And like the more original, you know, Organization 13, Xehanort and all that stuff is kind of the most important part. And I mean, with the upcoming Kingdom Hearts 4, which is seemingly like flipping everything on its head, and I have no idea yeah. what they're going to do with that. We'll see how important Disney is in that. But honestly, like you said, because Disney has made video games, none of them have been like super duper great. Kingdom Hearts is probably the best Disney game mm-hmm. that's ever like existed. The best Disney franchise. It's the most successful one, I think. Because it's like, what? Who who talks about, like, Disney games? No one? I have no idea. But people Nobody. love Kingdom Hearts. I don't know. You know, obviously, it'll be a longer thing when we talk about Kingdom Hearts 2. But I just have to say, the pairing of Mickey and Riku together, and then Ooh. both being, like, in the darkness, and, like, they're, they're, they're essentially behind enemy lines. These two buds, I think, is one of, one of the best. Like, in Kingdom Hearts 2... At the end, that last cutscene, when it shows them together, brings a tear to my fucking eye. I'm oh, like, indeed. oh, the buds, man. <laughs> <laughs> them boys, dog. Oh, oh boy. They're going, they're going through darkness together. I'm uh-huh. like, and they made it dude. out together, dog. <laughs> like saving fucking Private Ryan to you guys. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. Riku, Riku and Mickey. But <sighs> as, as we're near the end here, Let's go back to what I said earlier and sort of rank, do some top threes, you know, just reflecting on Kingdom Hearts in general. Sander, top three worlds. In the top three worlds of the original game. So for sure, number one's Hollow Bastion for me. Oh, nice. Uh, number two is the Coliseum. Nice. And then number three, I'm going to say probably, I'm going to say Agrabah. I actually Ooh, like Agrabah. Agrabah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Damn. Yeah. 
oh, it's tough for me just because of the certain things that the worlds do and sort of like separating it from the story. But mm-hmm. number one, cliche, obviously, in agreement, it's got to be Hollow Bastion. Everyone loves Hollow Bastion. From the yeah. song, for what it does narratively, it's it's the best world. Number two, I got to go Halloween Town. I, I loved it Me. as a kid. Absolutely fucking loved it. And number three, somewhat in agreement with you, is probably the Coliseum. It's because of that yeah. grind, baby. Call that me motherfucking. Grind, call me Rodney Mullen. The way oh I be grinded. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Kayla, what's your top three of the world? Um, probably Halloween Town. Because nice. I'm biased as hell. Hell yeah. Then probably Atlantica. Because oh. Sora has his chest out. <laughs> no, that's not why. I just I loved Little Mermaid as a kid, so sure. I I always thought it was it would be cool to be a mermaid. So and that's fun that show. you get to play with that. And then number three, can I do Halloween Town again? <laughs> that works. Wow. There you go. Sure. It's a Halloween Town sandwich. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah! There you go. Mm-hmm. Top three characters. Who who's your favorite? Obviously, number one is Sora because he just like brings the whole. He's like the main uh, pro- he's the guy. protagonist. He's the guy. He's the reason um, for the season. Yep. Number two, I'm going to say Evil Riku because he mm. makes the story interesting. Yeah. Because like, like you're like you're trying to find Kyrie, but like you just see the betrayal and like like Riku turning heel, and you're just like, dude, yeah. what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> right. <laughs> And then number three, I'm going to say Maleficent because oh wow, she, yeah. So what's interesting about Maleficent is like she's huge on the first game. The second game, she's like pretty much like non-existent or like yeah. she's there, but she doesn't do much. And mm-hmm. in the third game, she reappears again, and she is like trying to find something with uh, Pete. So she yeah, is technically Pete. like Pete. Pete. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, Pete's showing up in the sequels. No, yeah, so he, he shows up. Oh yeah. But yeah, so but Lipset, like she becomes like she becomes important like later on. Mm. But in the first one, she's like like extremely important because you know she's like the evil queen. Like she's like pretty much I would okay, if I had to say who's like the face of evil in the Disney universe, I would have to say Maleficent. Oh yeah. And I mean, especially in this franchise, she's like the one who Drives everything. Yep. Yeah. What a queen. Top three characters for me. Number one, honestly, is my dog. It's fucking Riku. I love this man. Riku's so fucking cool. He's so yeah. dope. Love it so much. Number two, you know, I mean, obviously, I could say Sora. Sora, Sora's in there. Sora's cooking, but I'm gonna wait on Sora there because you know he's me. I am Sora. I can't put myself at number two. You know oh. what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm over here. Sit down. Be <laughs> humble. Handling business. Taking dudes out. Uh, number two in the first one. God, it's a tough choice. Probably have to put my guy Sephiroth. I, fucking, yeah! I love Sephiroth so much. <laughs> Even though he's a boss, he's just so fucking cool. And number three, I'm going to do it. I'm going to put my boy Donald in there. Oh, God, no. Because as a kid, did he not heal me? Yeah, but as an adult, that's my guy. Permanent party member, Tarzan who? Jack Skellington who? 
they can take the place of Goofy, but Donnie's always on the squad. Yeah, my boy Donnie. <laughs> Kayla, top two characters in this Kingdom Hearts game, the first one. Sephiroth, number one. <laughs> Daddy one. Yum. Daddy, one. Daddy number one. Daddy number two. Evil Riku. Mm, mm. Daddy number three. Normal Riku. That's it. That's it, baby. Simple taste. Uh, <laughs> and the, t- the flavor is emo, sad boy, full of darkness. Uh-huh. Absolutely. With feathers involved somehow. Because Riku wears feathers and Sephiroth yeah, has a wing. So there you go. Oh, you're right. Wow. And and Riku's <laughs> hair is like feathery. So yeah. Yeah, yeah he is. Hey, yeah. He, only, he only gets hotter from here. That's the funny thing oh, about this now game. Now I got to watch. Oh I yeah, I mean, watch the cutscenes. We'll stream. <laughs> we'll stream Kingdom Hearts too. Yeah, but also you can watch the cutscenes. I mean, Kingdom Hearts too is fucking good. Oh, it's so good, and it's it's definitely where things start to get real wacky. Oh, oh boy, the whole franchise like you go from one, and then you do you do this little dip of Chain of Memories, which kind of yeah. fast. Uh-huh. I'll probably have to play it. Yeah. Yep, and then Kingdom Hearts two. This is where the franchise explodes into like chaos. so many different games mm-hmm. and chaos. Oh, and this yeah. is like, it, it's insane. Holy shit! Yeah. And everyone in these franchises, as they get older, only gets hotter. So yes, Kayla, yep. yes. Riku's gonna get more hot. <laughs> the horniness. <laughs> accelerates <laughs> and new characters show up so you'll probably i can yeah. think of a I few fall in love with organization McCartney's members roxas yeah oh. i feel like roxas? i'll be in love with him oh how can you not roxas is elite jesse mccartney oh, yeah. was like so elite. my heartthrob as a young girl so <laughs> well hey yeah. look forward to that in the oh. king of hearts 2 episode <laughs> oh i will some point in the future for now Ooh. it's time to wrap this two-parter up Ooh. put it in a bow and write DTR on the front because it's time to define our relationship. Kayla, I know you know, I know we did a lot of talking here, but how do you feel about Kingdom Hearts sort of experiencing it through my eyes, through our words, and Mm -hmm. watching a few cutscenes and stuff? Mm -hmm. What what, Mm -hmm. what do you feel about it? Mm -hmm. Um, Again, I think I'm just at the horny from a distance phase. (laughs) i am i am like the stereotypical like drunk girl at the bar that's just like "Mm." she's like looking at somebody from across like i don't know what they're about but i'm loving their energy but it's got feathers and i like it and i like the feathers and yeah that's pretty much me to this day i don't think i'll ever be able to play this game because (laughs) one i'm not good at video games you will one day this is a giant fucking commitment to like start on that journey if you choose to play all of the games. Well, yeah. Three. Oh, yeah. I don't like to experience anxiety if I can avoid it. And that is like <laughs> 90% of this enterprise, which is just boss fights. And I don't like to dying because I'm like, I'm disappointing myself and others. So I oh. hate that shit. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. No. So no, no. Um, but I I really like that. You guys kind of alluded to it with the whole, you know, phenomenon that this kind of triggered. I think it's pretty cool that this was probably like a huge jumping off point for Disney as a whole internationally. You got to appeal to a whole different fan base that was like untapped. Mm. And I feel like there there is often more good than not when it comes to integrating 
different communities and pulling them together. So I think the collaboration between, you know, Disney lovers and gamers is a really fun thing. And from what I can tell, it's a very wholesome uh, community. So it's really fun that you guys are a part of that. And I have a lot of respect for it. And I think it's pretty cool. And I look forward to learning more. But I am not show dependent. <gasps> That's fine. That's fine. I mean, it's understandable. Yeah, guys, come on. What did you expect? Like... <laughs> you'll, you'll experience it. You'll, you'll uh, it you'll okay, we'll see. Because, I mean, you know, it's funny. I was talking about it the other day. We watched Lord of the Rings. And uh, mm. Lord, Lord of the Rings, mm. the next yes. series we're doing, which, spoiler, we'll tell you about it in a little bit, but it's Yu-Gi-Oh! Kingdom Hearts. They're all about friendship, right? Yep. Friendship is the thing that ties these franchises and a lot of things that we love together. I mean, it's just about the power of like fucking relying on other people. Yep. And finding those connections. Again, this is a franchise that should not work, but it yeah. works because of the strength of the bonds and the strength of the common themes that we all have. Disney movies somehow work with Final Fantasy because it's just all about finding the people you care about, finding the people who love, and finding the people who fit in your heart. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> and, you know, and sort of going along with that, something that I wanted to save until the DTR. I alluded to it at the meet cute, but I shared this game with my brother, and this Aww. was like... This is like one of our first like Aww. big, <laughs> big like nice. memories of like playing games together and just like bonding over like how much fun we had with this game and how much we fucking loved this game. We would both play it. We both had our own save files. And it was the classic thing of like, you know, people wonder why, why, why is Twitch a thing? Why do people watch other people stream? I feel like because it reminds you of when you were younger and you would watch your sibling or your friend play games and you would just sit there and watch and have a good time and laugh along with them and that's what me and my brother would do we would sit in the room together and if my brother was playing i would sit in the back and watch him play and like help him out if he needed it or he would help me out and like keep an eye on like my life and stuff and we would just do that we would sit there and enjoy the game together and talk about it and in the year 2003 like i said we moved and this is all we really did for a while when we had free time and it was so much fun just figuring stuff out together you know like oh i don't get this maybe my brother will figure it out or you know oh if he didn't know how to do something maybe i beat that the day before so now he knows what to do honestly not only that sharing that bond with my brother and sharing that memory that you know we'll always have but this was one of the first games maybe the first game where i was legitimately like so sad that it was over like, I remember when I beat it, it was such a feeling of, like, obviously happiness, but so much sadness washed over me because I was like, it's over. Like, I can't, ah, oh, like, what, how is it over? This can't be it. And that's before we knew sequels were coming and look at where we are now. <laughs> but I just remember being like, ah, oh, man, I can't believe it. And the song Dearly Beloved plays when you get back to the menu and you just hear that sad music and you're sitting there and I was just like, ah, oh, damn dog. Like, I can't believe I can't play this game. Like, and not only, I don't know, it's hard because obviously I could play it, but Sandra, like you said, in the first episode, 
this is a game where I wish I could play it again for the first time because it just it was an experience like no other for me. It was like my first time truly, truly falling in love with like a franchise. And I just wish I could do it for the first time again. Luckily, we can just play the games over and over again and, and have the memories yeah. stick with us. So show dependent through and through 110%, you know, 358.2. Jesus Christ. Show dependent. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. I'll play it. Can't wait for the next one. So good. To define this relationship, this relation, this is like literally like probably who I am. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> literally like this game just means the world to me. Like I, it's it's so crazy. Like it was the first time like I ever got a PS2. First time ever. This is like the first game I ever bought with a PS2, and it was just like like it was just such a a moment like where like I didn't see my mom for a minute and yeah. Like, it was just me and my brother just grinding, just like going through like the whole, the whole entire like entirety of the game, and then just like when it ended, I was like, dude, this damn, I can't like, I felt like there was like a like like an emptiness in my life until mm-hmm. you know <laughs> until I realized there was more sequels, but I was like, dude, this <laughs> is over, and then we just like played it over and over again, and then dude, like this game, like I've been to all like when it when like. Midnight release used to be a thing or whatever. When yeah. Kingdom Hearts yeah. two came out, I was waiting in that damn line <laughs> at midnight, just like mm. trying to get this game so I could just pop it in and just like start grinding. But yeah, this game is just like it just means the world to me. Like honestly, like when my kid, like when I have kids and like my kids are like old enough to understand like what video games are and like how to play it. This is the first game they're ever gonna play. I'm not gonna let them play <laughs> yeah. no other. No other games. option. No other option. This is the first game. And it's just like, this moment is just, God, such a beautiful game. Like, I can literally, like, I play it, every, like, I play Kingdom Hearts, like, like literally, like, the first one, I play it every summer. Um, I play, like, I play them, to, like, all the, like, the games throughout the year. I mean, so, right now, I can't, I haven't been playing it since freaking nursing school sucks, but <laughs> that's, a, that's another story. But once I graduate from nursing school in May 11th, mark that in the calendar. Hey! <laughs> I'm going back to the grind, going back to the Kingdom Hearts world and just like just grinding it out and just love it. Yeah. And let me tell you, I am beyond so dependent. This is like my livelihood here. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. I think that Kingdom Hearts is 100 percent a thing where a lot of people can look at it who don't understand and ridicule it as like super childish and oh, you know, it's Disney and why would an adult like this? But ultimately it is those themes of you know love and friendship and the things that are timeless that stick with us and kingdom hearts as as a franchise i think is one of the best out there to do it yeah it's fantastic and it fills you with a lot of happiness and joy so there you have it folks two parts perfectly fitting a kingdom hearts game obviously it's not going to be easy it's not going to be simple it's got to be split up either way thank everyone out there for listening if you liked what you heard give us a follow download spread the word tell your mages and your soldiers friends your kings your princesses of heart (laughs) everyone there and your organization 13 that they can find show dependent on apple podcast spotify google podcast wherever you listen podcasts we should be there 
before we go any further, Sander, our buddy, what hey. you know, our Sora, thank you so much for once again just taking the time out of the day to help us out, talk about something we love. Hopefully, mm-hmm. you enjoyed it and you know, enjoyed talking about Kingdom Hearts. We definitely absolutely loved having you here. Oh, let's, yeah, let's clap it thank up. You, yeah. <laughs> Thank you for having me, guys. I love being on this podcast. And then Yay. Just, just listening to all your other uh, podcast episodes, just like, make, let me tell you, nothing makes my day when I have to, like, <laughs> drive out to work. Like, <laughs> and then just having show dependent, like, playing in my car, just, like, just laughing with you guys, just makes my day. <laughs> well, thanks, Sandra. That is, as we said before, that is a major part of why we do this. So we're definitely happy to have you involved, not only with, you know, listening, but happy that you can join us and just share in the fun of doing this thing. Cause at the end of the day, this is super fun and it's extra fun when we have friends like you mm-hmm. to share it with. So our friends thank- are our heart. Mm-hmm. You're a big part of that. So Sander, once again, what do you have to plug to the people out there listening? You can find, you can follow, uh, find me on Instagram, Twitter, Tiki talk at Colonel Sanders 0627. <laughs> there we go. Perfect. And my love, my other half. Yeah. The, uh, I'll say it again. The Donald to my goofy. Yeah. Kayla, where can you be found? You can find me looking up photos of Sephora oh. and, uh, and Riku. <laughs> oh God, and then no. deleting my search history. Um, <laughs> no, no. You can find me at uh, DJ Vivich on Twitter. And you can find us on Show Dependent at TikTok or on TikTok at Show Dependent. I can't there talk. There you go. I'm losing it, people. Yeah, the we're starting to get on my there. My blood flow is not in my brain. <laughs> yes, Kingdom Hearts Rule 34. Oh, mm. oh God. Oh, I don't want to look I can it up. Only actually, I'm good. The things that are on there. Anyways. Yeah, we're starting to get into the TikTok thing. Dipping our feet in right now, but we've got a, a couple series planned that we can mm-hmm. do on there. So anyways, mm-hmm. finally, myself, the man who whose voice maybe you're tired of hearing, but a I'm going to keep bit. doing it. I'm going to keep doing it, baby. Your boy, <laughs> at Victor V. Sweet, on Twitter, on Twitch. Like I said, you can see Kayla. Hopefully you'll see Sander on the Eep. stream playing Eep. some video games and all that. So as this episode comes to an end, next episode, we're going to continue nerding out. And oh, yeah. somehow we're going to get nerdier because we're oh, talking God. about a video game. Yeah, but something that I think is definitely nerdier is uh, trading card games. Oh, yeah. And uh, this thing just so happens to be a trading card game, a video game, a TV show for kids. If you're in America, we're talking about the king of games. We're talking about. Yu-Gi-Oh himself and itself. In the next one, man oh man, you're really gonna get a picture of the the nerd that I was am, <clears throat> and continue to be. Nerd. Man, do I yep. fucking love Yu-Gi-Oh! Your move. <laughs> it's time. Yu-Gi-Oh is the king of games. And Joey Wheeler. I love Joey. Joey, my boy from the Bronx. <laughs> oh my Joey, god! Oh my god! It's the red eyes. Jesus Christ! <laughs> my flame swordsman. We're gonna run out of content if you keep going. All right. Okay. <laughs> we'll see you there in the next one, and we'll have Sandra back for an episode very soon. Take it away.
Sora once said, the heart may be weak. And sometimes it may even give in. But I've learned that deep down, there's a light that will never go out. Mm-hmm. I know that's right, baby. I know that's right. <laughs> Again. Jesus Christ. So All many right. air horns. 